Whoa. All right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Come on, Steph, you can't leave us hanging. All right, all right, all right. Never mind, you should have left us Yeah, you should have left us hanging. (laughs) I fucking hate you guys. (laughs) You know what? I'm leaving. Bye. Where are you going to go? Do this without me. Where are you going to go? Anywhere else is better. What do you, what do you, what do you have going on? Hmm? 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 Yeah. Hmm? Hmm? What do you got? We got a wife and kids. Hmm? <laughs> I do. But... Wrong. You have wife and kid. We got property taxes to take care of. Hmm? I don't have that actually. I do. That's that's unfortunate. All right. Let's let's blow this popsicle, man. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to Let's Get Gaming Podcast, episode 89. This is your number one spot for all video game news, reviews, and sometimes interviews. Now let me, I want to I say something to start the show off, okay? Normally this is the part where I'll introduce my co-hosts and we'll have a lovely little back and forth. Um, however, we're living in the age of AI, so I got ChatGBT open here and I asked it to write an introduction for all three of you. Oh, oh beautiful. Can you read it? May you send me one? I want to read it. All right. So first we got Chris, known as the Gaming News Ninja, is here to bring you all the latest gaming news, whether you want it or not. He's He'll have you laughing and gaming in no time. Just don't challenge him to a game of Tetris because he'll destroy you. It's Chris. It's Chris. Hey, Pickle Chris. Next up, we got the Mario of gaming. That feels racist. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. I won't even say who this is. We got the Mario of gaming. He's here to take you on a wild ride through the world of video games. He may not be able to cook a mean pasta, but he could sure as hell make you laugh with his one-liners and gaming jokes. Just don't let him near the Goombas in the game, or he'll take them out before you could say, Mamma Mia. It's Pasquale Galusa. This feels so racist. <laughs> go. I didn't. Here's the thing. I just told it your name. Really? <laughs> I, didn't, like, I didn't say anything else. It probably, it probably just said, hold my beer. I got this. It's, it's like, oh, this is a very hardcore Italian name. Let me let me get this little this little spaghetti sucker uh, a good intro. No problem. <laughs> Have this in my back pocket. And last but not least, the retro gaming king is here to take you on a trip down memory lane with his vast knowledge of retro games. He's been playing games since the days of 8-bit graphics, and he's here to share his love for the classics with you. Just don't ask him to play any games that have come out after 1995, because he'll probably tell you to get off his lawn. It's <laughs> Stefano Fontana. Did you just tell them I'm old? Is that what you said? <laughs> I said nothing. I gave them the names. That's, you want to hear mine? I'm the yeah. youngest person on this podcast. Here's I got the old man. That is true. <laughs> It sounds more like it should have been for me. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, man, look, I I don't tell the AI what to do. The AI does whatever it wants to do anyway. It's it's true. It's not perfect yet. And last but not least, Patrick, the gaming legend, is here to take you on a journey through the world of video games. He has Mm -hmm. vast knowledge of all things gaming, and he's not afraid to share it. He'll have you laughing with his witty jokes and clever puns, but just don't challenge him to a game of Mario Kart. Because he'll fucking kneecap you, dude. <laughs> That's it. That's my All introduction. Right. There we go. Uh, dude, uh, straight up, I think we could automate this whole show. All right, hold on. Probably. I'm going to ask ChatGPT, give me an anecdote to continue the podcast. Okay. Let me just... 
type that in there. Yeah, this is this is good content. Nice typing. This is sounds. great content. The rest of the yeah. keyboard sounds great. Very ASMR. Yeah, give me an agnar. <laughs> Guys, you know, I remember back in the day when I first got my hands on a copy of it's Super Mario walking. Bros. for the NES. Oh, I was only good. eight years old at the time, and I was completely <laughs> hooked. I would play for hours on end trying to beat the game and rescue Princess Toadstool, but there was one level that always gave me trouble. World 1-2. For some reason, I just couldn't seem to get past the Darren Pipe. But I didn't give up. I kept trying and trying, and eventually, after what felt like a million attempts, I finally did it. I remember feeling so accomplished and proud of myself. It was a small victory, but it meant the world to me. And that, gentlemen, is what gaming is all about. Pushing mm-hmm. yourself to be the best and overcoming challenges. So, I say... Let's all grab our controllers and get ready to conquer some worlds together. What do you say, boys? Sounds like you're gathering the gaming army. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I gotta dude, say, that was, great. That was probably more concise than anything we've ever said. I honestly, I think it's the most like, yeah, the most prominent written piece that's yeah. ever been echoed on this show. <laughs> anyway, so hey, welcome to the Let's Go Gaming Podcast. You know, more spot for video news, reviews, sometimes interviews. I'm your host. These guys are here. Let's talk about some video games. Gentlemen, how has is, how is your week been leading up to today? Been pretty good. <laughs> Pasquale nods as if anyone else. Pasquale's like, yeah. He did, uh, look, I understand you're 32. That's fine. But you can't just do the <laughs> slow old man yet. nod. You're just like, how was your week? You're like, yeah. yeah as, you, yeah. as you're chewing on like a straw of hay, you know. I just gotta, spit and ding <laughs> <Chewing> on dip <laughs> yeah uh, that's disgusting do people do that is that an actual thing that I, people do yeah, yeah i'm pretty sure do that why what's wrong with them like, what, what happened and... is there something that happens in childhood that leads to that like what is it <laughs> being drunk <It's> <laughs> infant alcohol syndrome <laughs> oh, Jesus. oh my god okay well it's getting dark already but uh you know hey look we got some news to talk about this week i got a couple more chat gpt related content that we could just bust out whenever i feel and like it um Busting. we also have a something a little different here a super nintendo well not limited to super nintendo but a super nintendo quiz super hyphen nintendo not yeah, super. Super hyphen. it's nintendo a super quiz. as an anecdote but then yeah. also a nintendo quiz and and i should probably have told you ahead of time i'll give proper credits i didn't make this quiz but i'm not going to tell you who made it because i don't want you guys looking it up i'll give credit Sorry. to that after we do it um but you guys will probably need something to write down stuff with so you know you could do that now maybe take a little 10 minute break and then we'll get into the show but anyway before that gentlemen what have you guys been playing this last week stefano we'll start with you Oh, good call. Um, I've been playing Horizon because it's taken over my life and I cannot mm-hmm. help myself but try and do every quest that comes across my fucking screen. I feel like right. I'm Pasquale mm-hmm. walking around this map. Really? So yeah. it's total. it's 100% pulled you in? 100%. Yeah. Can't help what, myself. What is it about it that, that you enjoy so much? I really like the combat. I think it's really fun and, and fluid. I think the world is super detailed and beautiful to look at and the characters are compelling and the way they interact is really fun. It's just a, yeah. of, it's just a good time. Yeah, okay. Interesting. It's like all the is things that, that go to you, Tsushima, but with dinosaurs. Are you usually one to get pulled into to large, spanning open-world games? I, I didn't you think know, you were. It's exclusively probably the games that I play. Really? <laughs> Which is funny, because I have an Xbox, so... Yeah, yeah no, know I was going to say, I, I would not know that at all, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning a lot about you over the course of the show. You know, every once in a while, you open up your mouth, and something interesting comes out. Yeah, or I just lift my arm up, and you forget that I had a tattoo. So I didn't know you had tattoos. Yeah, do you want to just describe them to the audience here? Let's talk That's about it. your tattoos. We're going to do a tattoo uh, review 
live here on the Leska Gaming Podcast. <laughs> well, it's going to take a while to do Chris's, but um, I only have one. Yeah, it's it's ginormous. It's huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's a flower. It's two flowers, two peonies. Mm. Next to a, with sacred symbols for PlayStation. Do you actually have that in there? Let me see. Hold on. I don't believe you. Oh, you son of a bitch. What, what, what's the significant move? PlayStation. Yeah, what? <laughs> that just Hold on a minute. Wait a minute, sir. He's got the I'm, Xbox X on his back, though. It's Microsoft. Massive Leaning in right now, like, trying to get rid of his Game Pass sponsorship. <laughs> like, wait a minute. Where's my ABXY? <laughs> what's going on with that? Um... I, w- I don't want A, B, X, and Y on my forearm. That'd be dumb looking. So <laughs> sacred symbols are cooler looking. Yeah. So a triangle, square, circle, and X are good. First of all, it's not an X. It's a cross. Get it a right. A cross. Okay. I, 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 I genuinely, <laughs> if, if that is really your reasoning, I agree with you 100%. Well, it wasn't. In, I mean, PlayStation is probably my most, like, I have the most history with PlayStation. And so as far as, like, my gaming acumen. Um. But yeah, it is the most identifiable, like from a visual standpoint too. Like otherwise, it just looks like the alphabet on my arm. Yeah, this <laughs> uh, is a bunch oh, of alphabets. Look. look, kids, he can't remember the alphabet. He's got to write it down. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I I would say PlayStation is probably like my. I like the Xbox ecosystem, mm-hmm. and I like the hardware. But I gaming games wise, PlayStation is where my heart is. So. You ever, do you ever have people coming up to you asking you about like the significant and deep meaning behind your tattoos? And do you usually give like a bullshit answer or do you answer genuinely? I say nothing. <laughs> really? You just stare at them deeply? No, no. I mean, I say nothing. I literally say nothing. Like, I'm not, there's no, no nothing. I don't really have any. No why wouldn't you make something up? Because why don't I have a paper airplane on my other hand? <laughs> yeah. Like, you talk about how when you were a child, you were lost in the local Walmart and like there was a man chasing you asking to see your receipt. And then from nowhere, paper a- airplane flew by and it led you to the subway where um, once you refused to tip them, they kicked you out of the service. And that's when, you know, you found your hero. I thought you were going to say type the guy in the eye and it saved me or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, man, who knows? I don't know. Man. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm just here to narrate the world building. OK, um, I've also been watching The Last of Us, which has been great. Yes. I dude, honestly, I wouldn't mind like I, I need to catch up. I need to watch it because apparently I have Crave. I don't know when I had it or where it came <laughs> from, but I have access to it. So I'm going to try to watch it. But I would like to maybe do a, an episode by episode review on the show. Yeah, we should do that. Maybe start with episode one next week. And then this this way, because by, by the time that comes out, episode four will be out. So we'll have like a good little head start that we could work with. You know? Yeah. The SEO will be really great for episode one. Of the last of us. Oh yeah. I think four so, weeks yeah. into it. You know? <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I, guess, I think it'll be perfect. I guess it doesn't really matter for the rest of us. Cause we've all played the video games. So it's not like we don't know what's happening. Yeah, you're not really yeah. spoiler. I'm not going to be spoiled. Like, yeah. The, from from what I've seen, it's a one for one recreation of the game. It's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. And fun the, fact, you're shot in Canada. I, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. Calgary, yeah. I think. Yeah, mostly Alberta. I mean, of course, have you seen the landscapes? It have to be somewhere in, out west. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when Certainly I think of Saskatchewan. apocalyptic <laughs> virus outbreak, I think of Alberta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, makes that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, yeah, it's really great. And they, they do change some things, but it ends up getting to the same place. Like, there's, like, little details that are a little bit different. And they go, in, go into, like, some of the deeper lore. 
Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I'm definitely cool. interested in that. Yeah, I, I still got to play Last of Us Part Two, man. It's on the it's list. A cool. but... I'm sorry. Wait, what? Yeah, I haven't played it. <laughs> Hurry up. I haven't played it. It's, it's Pasquale, shut your goddamn mouth, okay? <laughs> That's fair. You don't get to say anything about that. <laughs> how how very dare you? As soon as it came out. <laughs> So, Pasquale only plays PlayStation, so that's the yeah. That's fair, yeah. No, I've, I've, I. It's on the list, you know. I, I don't know. I was in a weird position in my life with like PlayStation out of time when it came out, right? So I didn't get it. You also were probably, you know, in a heat of depression because of the pandemic, so you probably didn't want to play one of the most depressing games. That's true too. Yeah, that, that's a, that's a good excuse. I could, I could rock that. Yeah, Actually, I was depressed. <laughs> Not much that has changed, came, but yeah. that came out just before the pandemic, right? No, it came like right, like in the summer of 2020 oh okay yeah just interesting before. anyway uh chris yeah the gaming news ninja himself what have you been <laughs> playing this past week uh i haven't played too much uh i played maybe an hour of minecraft with my nephews this weekend uh this week and uh actually i busted out um earthworm gym 2 on oh no way yeah i uh played that on the switch online uh don't think i could have beat it without having that uh save state uh capability because man is that rough Mm -hmm. um if anyone's ever played the the puppy rush uh levels they are (laughs) the worst thing in the entire game um base i don't remember the character names it's 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 been like 20 plus years since i've seen like the show and everything like that but um there's a a dog character and uh the bad guy is throwing puppies out of a window and you have to bounce them off of a marshmallow so that he can catch them into his dog house and if you don't bounce them and they hit the ground they splat into oh. little goo piles, <laughs> and uh, if you man, I miss of, the eighties and nineties, dude. We should go back. And uh, if you let four of them hit the ground, he uh, basically turns into a giant demon monster and beats the shit out of Earthworm Jim. That's the that's the plot of uh, season three of Stranger Things, I think. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, interesting. Uh, cool. And I've, I played a little bit of uh, Need for Speed Payback, uh, trying to get my way through that one. It's not nice. very good. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, look, as long as he's enjoying himself, that's all that matters. That's the, the, story, no one... the story is not great, but like, you know, there's just, a story there is. Chris is known for playing games that he, in fact, actively dislikes. <laughs> Sometimes I even platinum them. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't I don't think we can use the same Lutheria like, as long as he's enjoying himself because. <laughs> I enjoy isn't. the I enjoy the racing part out of the game. Um, the story is kind of just boring because it's like a very cookie cutter, like trying to be an action movie kind of thing. Um, it's basically trying to be Fast and Furious, uh, Fast and Furious mm. with uh, you know some mm. little spin to it, and they always have like these really bad acting sequences. So they'll be like, uh, "Yo, man, we got to get this car." Choo-choo. Yeah, I'm the best racer in this town. Choo choo. Like that's that's how it goes. I like the sound being loyal to the source material at least. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly how they like deliver the lines. I'm not like underplaying that either. That's great. Yeah, interesting. Well. It's good to know that I think you're having a good time. I don't know. Maybe you're suffering. Who knows, man? But uh, the squad. 
Every day is suffering. <laughs> Squally, what have what have you been playing this last week? I've been playing Control. What happened to your voice just there? It sounded I crazy. Crazy. Um, but I, yeah, I've been playing Control. I finished the game technically, like main story. I'm doing some of the DLC now. Oh, okay. Where I'm in the foundation. Mm, okay. And it's. I still don't really understand, honestly, some of this game <laughs> because it's just like you're this girl, you, you appear in this this bureau, and you're just like, and okay, Jesse, and then you're walking around, and you're all of a sudden you become the director of the whole company, and I'm like, uh, I think I missed a step or two. Like, I don't know what's going on, but you know, for a guy who collects all the collectibles, you think you would have listened? I've and collected, I've read everything, and I'm still confused. <laughs> Pasquale is, is striking me as the kind of person who, like, as soon as a cutscene comes out in a video game, he's like scrolling Instagram. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I not TikTok. Because why would he be on the new stuff? He's going to be yeah. on the three week. Yeah, old yeah stuff. I got to watch course, it from yeah. four weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, just been playing that. Nothing. Nothing else. I'm almost done. So once I'm done, um, what's what's to... next on your list? Next, actually, we'll yeah. Probably, what current video game do you want to play next? Probably Devil May Cry Five. Jesus Christ! Okay. Wow, I didn't think you liked Devil May Cry games. Yeah, yeah cool. I played the fourth. Yeah, the fourth one. I never played the other ones, but I did enjoy it. So, so you skipped all the way to four. <laughs> yeah, well, that was back in like PS3 days or whatever it was, and I'm like, yeah, I might as well just play th- the new one. I got. I, I have a genuine question for all of you guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. are are you less likely to get into a game series? If you like, you're browsing the store and you say like the sixth entry in that game. Depends what kind of game it is. Normally, yes. Uh, I I think it depends on the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought I wouldn't with Persona Five, but yeah, that was great. That's, they're yeah, anthology games, is, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that I never seen it coming. Never seen it coming. <laughs> Patrick's the only person a little bit here doesn't like <laughs> He's it. He's the right? only one that doesn't get that. No, I get it because I played Smash Brothers, but at the same oh. time, like I don't give two shits about this, Frank. Look, here's the <laughs> thing. Look, Shimagami Tensei is just statistically better in, in every <laughs> single way. No, because Shimagami Tensei is is the base core values game. Uh-huh. That spawned yeah. this bullshit persona. Minus, minus the fun part, which is the high school role playing, getting your fucking <laughs> friends. You know, it's, it's, it's so weird too because this week I've been playing nothing but Fire Emblem Engage, which is which is everything that I say I hate about Persona, but just packaged differently in a tactics and, game. It's just and name, feudal, different name. Yes, and like a feudal <laughs> Japan era medieval. Yeah. Well, setting. this one, I, this one's more like Europe. I think most of them, wow. most of them are Europe now. We're just it's just Europe all the time. <laughs> It's it's so much Europe. Oh, so you're racist to Japan then? I don't understand what you're trying to say, and I don't, I don't appreciate uh, these accusations you're laying against me here. I'm just uh, talking about a video game that I happened to play just, this week. He okay. just he'll never forgive the Japanese. That's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well. Okay. I don't so, like these words being put in my mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just deviate from this potential rabbit hole we're gonna go into. I, thank you. I want to hear some crazy shit. Sure. So Crafton, okay. the guys who published um, Close Up Protocol. They are in the red for this game because the oh, game yeah. cost them $170 million to make. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money. I'm yeah, sorry. We, do, do you want, we talked about it last episode. Do you want, we didn't talk about that last episode. We talked about it briefly, but I'm just, it's crazy. I'm sorry. From the top, what are you talking about? Crafted. The people yeah. who made Callisto Protocol. Protocol. Right. Losing money. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, yeah the game was. I heard the game was uh, very bad. It cost them. The one game th- isn't even that bad. The game is bad to have costed one hundred and seventy million dollars to make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, didn't they make back like ninety million only or something uh, like that? I don't even. I don't think we know specifically how much they made back. Just like not enough. Not enough. That was a ridiculous <laughs> cost, man. You know what? I, that is a, a statistic I want to see more of in the gaming industry. Like how much? How much did this game actually cost you to make? Mm-hmm. So you guys, play, everyone here played Control, right? Yeah. No. You didn't play Control, Pat? No. Oh my god. Anyway, so Control only costs twenty-five million. Really? That's pretty good. That's so much less. Yeah. That's a hundred million, more than a hundred million dollars less. I don't know what they're spending this money on. Well, I mean, there's a lot of other things, right? It's like how many employees do they have, right? There's but there's even, a lot of stuff going into it. That's even great. having playing Control now, like it's it's. A pretty good quality this, game for the amount of money that went into it. Compared the sequel to, to Control is only going to cost fifty million. <laughs> that's still less. <laughs> that's ridiculous, dude. What if it's just money laundering? It, it has that to be. I be. feel like that's the only. Could like, be. <laughs> you know, like I, I don't. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about this because one of us <laughs> might get shot. But there's a good chance that, like, what if it's just the front? Yeah. <laughs> it's just. It's wild. It's wild to me. Like well, Nintendo, much- Nintendo spent like twenty dollars to make Kirby. <laughs> that game's great. Did, uh, they paid some dude. <laughs> how much did it cost to make God of War? I don't know that the. I want to guess it's around at least yeah at least as much as Callisto Protocol. I would very much like to to see like the actual cost of game development now, but like what it costs to put out each project. It cost. <laughs> I think it depends on the 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 title and everything that goes into it because yeah. like yeah. like God of War had fully mocap scenes and stuff like yeah. that so like yes. that that makes a, a big difference too because you're you're going was... into a lot of like actual acting and then having to go mm-hmm. in and like uh, fix it yeah that's Stefano, have, you, have you found the source on, on the total cost here i'm looking i'm looking at apple okay okay well uh yes it's, so while you do that, I, I've been playing the new Fire Emblem Engage. It's a uh, it's it's a Fire Emblem game, and it's a uh, it's it's pretty engaging. <laughs> no, but you know, look if if you're one of those weebs who isn't like a total weeb, and you like Fire Emblem, but you just you stop giving a shit about it being a dating simulator. This is like closer to like a traditional Fire Emblem game where you could just send children out to fight your wars, and you know, and you don't have to worry about dating them, so thank God, right? But I'm doing a bad job selling this game. But here, let me start up. <laughs> or maybe I'm doing a great job selling this game. No, if you're, restart, if you're, restart. If you're, okay, hold on. Let me restart. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Get Gaming Podcast. Um, I've been playing Fire hear, Emblem Engage. I did hear that this is the most Fire Emblem game in a long yes. time. Yeah, this is a very Fire Emblem-ass Fire Emblem game, you know? Which, uh, I, and, you know, like I like Fire Emblem Awakening. It's responsible for the fact that the franchise didn't end. So, you know, that's pretty good. But it also introduced a lot of stuff like, you know, the the accessibility in this game and like the options that it has for like, if you wanted to play this game as a weird ass dating simulator, you could do that. If you wanted to play this game as like a traditional Fire Emblem, no problem, right? Like, I like that those options are there for the people who like it. You know, if you're Mm -hmm. if you're a weird Persona fan, you know, (laughs) you'll find a lot to love in this game. But it is fun, you know, and I. I do like the tactics of it. I, I always like the tactics of Fire Emblem. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I catch myself every once in a while going back to the Somniel after a nice permission, like, you know, going to the, going to the, the barracks, 
getting my inventory ready, doing some wyvern riding, going to the farm to pet my dogs because I'm doing dog meta because dog meta is top tier, you know, going going to the bistro, making some soup, you know, you, you got to enjoy the game every once in a while. But it's a uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, I like where the story is going. The story is probably the weakest aspect of the game because it just seems, you know, it's, it's fire emblem, dude. It's the same story every goddamn time. But it's uh. If you're on the fence about it and you are a fan of the Fire Emblem series, pick it up. It's it's worth the price, I think. And get the DLC, too. Give, give Nintendo the extra money. Yeah, pick it up, pick it. it up, pick it up, pick it up. Pick it up, boys. That's it. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. That's your official review on the Lesser Gaming Podcast for Fire Emblem Engage. Hey, everyone. Yeah. Boom Stinger. Here's, look, here's, okay. So I, I, we, we teased at the beginning of the show. We're going to be doing a little Nintendo quiz. Now, here's, here's how it works. There's, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of stuff here that I can't do because some of it is like, name this character or like, listen to this music and we'll get shot. So instead, I'm going to ask you guys to give me a difficulty hmm. between one and four. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I, I think we four. can manage three. Oh, four? Okay, okay we're going to do four. <laughs> So I'm we're gonna I'm gonna give you guys the hardest batch of questions here for the Nintendo Trivia Night quiz. Perfect. And the way it works is I'm going to read the questions. I'm going to give you an A, B, C, or D selection. Mm-hmm. You're going to make note of your answer, and then at the end, we're gonna go through and I'll reveal the correct answer so there's no way for you guys to fucking cheat at this because i know all of you y'all got freaking google open you got chat gpt running in the background okay maybe all right so please have a way of of noting down your answers to the quiz here there's a total of one two three four five six seven eight nine ten ten nightmare difficulty questions okay all right okay your first question and again, simple questions. These are for children. Sure. When Yoshi has a blue shell in his mouth in Super Mario World, what ability does he gain? Oh, I know this one. The ability of flight, shooting fireballs, running faster, walking on water. All right. That's question number one. Mm-hmm. Is it an easy one for Chris? Mm-hmm. My pen just ran out of ink. Hey, hold on. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. Where is Nintendo HQ located? Oh, no, this one. A, Tokyo. B, Kyoto. C, Osaka. Or mm-hmm. D, Nara. Mm-hmm. All right. Rapid fire this. You guys, you, honestly, man, this is a very easy quiz. Play along at home. You got this. All right. Next question. What is the first game that Satoru Iwata worked on for a Nintendo console? Mm-hmm. A, Balloon Fight. B, NES Open Tournament Golf, C, Joust, or D, Earthbound? Mm. All right. How are you guys doing so far? We, we feeling good? We feeling fresh? No. I'm feeling great. Good? I, I, Pasquale, I've never seen so much panic in your face before. <laughs> He's like, who's, who's oh Satoru Iwata? I I feel like, what is Nintendo? I'll be on. honest, I was just trying to get my phone up so I can start writing it in my phone because my pen died. So Have you I'm, not I'm, been I'm, answering these questions? I'm, I'm catching up. I missed you number two. son but, of a bitch. Know, I missed two, but go on. Nintendo oh, HBO. Jesus Christ. Okay. It's almost like you asked him who Jeff Keighley was and he's panicking. Yeah, seriously. 
What is the name of the fictional jazz band from Earthbound? Oh, I okay. Oh, oh I know this one. I know this A, one. A. Runaway Five. B. Runaway Three. C. Runaway Four. Or D. Runaway Six. Mm-hmm. Next question. Mm-hmm. What was the first Sega game to be released on a Nintendo console? Oh, cool. Oh. A. Crazy Taxi. B. Choo Choo Rocket. C. Sonic Adventure DX. Or D. Sonic's Adventure. Mm. Okay. Next question. Mm-hmm. What Mario Party game was made infamous because it caused injuries? Mm, Every yeah. single one. A. <laughs> emotional or? A. Bumper Balls. B, tug of war, C, bowl over, or D, desert dash. Okay. We got three more questions. How are you guys feeling so far? Chris seems the most confident here. Uh, Stefano is quiet, but I feel like he's contemplating something. Pasquale has been in a sheer state of panic since we started. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Staring blankly, not answering any questions. He put his head down a few minutes ago. I'm this is taking me, back to, is taking me back to college where it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, I studied wow. for this one. Uh, I did not. <laughs> All right. Gentlemen, three more questions. I'm sorry, four more questions. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the Nintendo 64 called in China? Okay. Mm-hmm. A, yep. Ultra Entertainment. B, Nintendo 3D System. <laughs> C, the IQ, spelled I-Q-U-E, player. Or D, Interconnect. All right. Okay. This one's this one's going deep Nintendo lore. All right. Mm-hmm. Who is the main antagonist in Wario Master of Disguise on the 3DS? I want to say right now, the next four names I'm going to read to you are mm-hmm. some of the best things I've ever heard in my goddamn life. <laughs> okay. Okay. A Count Cannoli. <laughs> okay. B That's what Squally's nickname. This, B, we're going to dial it back. Black Jewel. Oh, okay. C, Captain Syrup. And That's now I'm going to I'm going to introduce you to the best fucking name for a villain I've ever heard in my life. D, Terror Misu. That's a great name. I love that. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I haven't seen an Italian villain called the Terror Misu is pissing me off. It's going to be my pro wrestling name. That's it. Tiramisu. All right. All right. We're wrapping up the last two questions and then we'll go through the answers and see who has won and the winner of of this game. Uh, I don't know. What MLB team did Nintendo own up until 2016? I know this one. This is an easy one. A, the Seattle Mariners. B, Houston Astros. C, Atlanta Braves. Or D, the St. Louis Cardinals. Okay. Well, I was like, what sports? <laughs> Question, yes. what, is, what is that? What is an MLB? Is that a type of sandwich I could get at Tim Hortons? <laughs> Mayo, lettuce, bacon. And the final question in the nightmare difficulty of the Nintendo Trivia Night Quiz is, what year was Nintendo founded? Mm-hmm. A, 1904. B, 1889. C, 1870 or D 1923. Cool. What was okay. B again? 
B was uh, pay attention next time. Eighteen eighty nine. Fuck you with that. <laughs> All right, boys. All right, it's answer time. We're gonna be mm-hmm. starting with the first question now. Um, what ability does Yoshi gain when he has a blue shell in his mouth in Super Mario World? Uh, we'll go around the table based on the order that you appear for me. Chris, what did you put? He flies. Okay, Stefano. Flies. Pasquale. Walks on water. All right. I will say that one of you has gotten the answer correct. Um, and another one of you has as well. It's Chris and uh, <laughs> Stefano. The answer is that he does indeed gain the ability of flight. Pasquale is uh, horribly wrong. Was so walking on water point. even one of the Should options? I don't know yeah. where he got that from. <laughs> Wasn't that D? Yeah, it was D, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's, but it's not like... an ability. It's not an ability. <laughs> That's one point to Chris and Stefano. Next question, where is Nintendo HQ located? Uh, just because I don't trust them? Pasquale, why don't you go first? I didn't, I didn't even write the answer for this one because I was... Take a guess right now. Fucking Tokyo. All right, that's incredibly wrong. Stefano? Kyoto. And Chris? It's Kyoto. The answer is indeed Kyoto. Chris has been there. I Uh, took a picture in front of it. He he took a picture in front of it. That's right. All right, so it's 2-2 to 0. I said Tokyo at first, and I backspaced. I'm like, no, that's too obvious. It's definitely not Mm. Tokyo. Mm. It's Kyoto. Oh, you should have uh, prepped Pasquale a little bit. Yeah, maybe. All right, this one, this one I think might be a little difficult here. What was the mm-hmm. first game that Satoru Iwata worked on for a Nintendo console? Mm-hmm. Stefano? Balloon Fight. Chris? Joust. Pasquale? Whatever B was. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you to be a little bit more specific than that. I wrote letters for all of these. I had enough time to write everything. Why the fuck would you do that? So you're saying <laughs> NES Open Golf Tournament? Yeah, if that was Jesus me. Christ. Okay, well, Chris is right. It's Jeff. Right. Yeah. Sorry, what balloon, is fight? balloon Fight. Balloon um, Fight, he did work guy. on Balloon Fight, but it was not his first. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Star Wars' first commercial project was an NES port of the arcade game Joust. He would go on to assist in development on games such as Balloon Fight, NES Open Tournament, and Earthbound. Yeah, he worked on all those. Yeah. All right. Next question. What was the name of the fictional jazz band in Earthbound? Squally, what do you have? Uh, A. <laughs> Which is? Uh, it was the something five. All right, close enough. Okay. Stefano? Sure. I said Runaway Five as well. Chris? Runaway. It's the Runaway Five. You know, there's six members. That is points all around. Woo! Yes. Despite the fact that there are six members, for some reason they're called Runaway Five. Uh, yeah. And sometimes they have a special guest seventh member that shows yeah. up. <laughs> Okay, I just so away five sounded yeah. the best, so I was like, it has to be that one. It is. That is a. It's almost as good as Tiramisu. Almost. <laughs> I'm not keeping track. I think Chris is winning. All right. Yeah, Chris has got all of them right so far. What was the first Sega game to be released on a Nintendo console? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, what do you have? Choo Choo Rocket. Okay. Stefano. Choo Choo Rocket. Squally. Sonic. It doesn't matter which one. <laughs> <laughs> it, it actually does matter which one. So why don't you why don't you what, finalize your guess there? D. Okay, it's wrong. It okay. is in fact Future Rocket. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm like, there's no, I'm like, it has to be the one that doesn't make any sense. It has yeah. to be the useless one. So I went Choo points Choo Rocket. to uh, points to Chris and Stefano. Um, so what, what's the score right now? Is anyone keeping track? Yeah, Chris has I, got all of them right, got and five. I've got and I've got one wrong. I've got four. 
I got five, one. four to one. Yeah. One. All right. Yeah. Good. What Mario Party game was made infamous because it caused hand injuries? Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris, what do you have? Tug of War. Stefano. I put Bowl over. Bowl over and Pasquale. I also did Bowl over. It is in fact tug of war yeah they also stole the gloves for your hand for protection for this game yes that is yep that is correct the infamous mini game caused blisters and bleeding to the palms of hands all over the world it was Mm. so bad nintendo was sued and had to issue free pro gaming gloves to anybody who asked for one uh future mario party games to feature this game actually included a warning Hmm. i don't understand how did you play this game and it also wrecked thousands of controller joysticks. Oh, dude, yeah, the it fucked them up real bad, dude. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever? Did you play this this mini game, Chris? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you suffer the effects of it? No. Yeah, I played it once. I, I didn't remember having a hard time with it, but again, I'm not a little baby bitch. Um, <laughs> there's two techniques. You can either use the palm of your hand, and that's what yeah. everyone did. And yes. Or. Or you grab the controller and you use your thumb and you just do it in circles and yeah. that's Nobody, the pro gamer move. But no, that's not the pro gamer move because you have a, you you get a lot more power and force by using the palm method. Yeah, that's how you get a blister. Yes, but that's how you're also wrecking. Yeah, but are you playing to protect your little baby hands? Or are you playing to win? <laughs> I'm I'm playing to protect my controller. You play to win. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I play to win. Fuck the controller. I could get another controller. Yeah. Whatever. Callus is heal. Anyway. Congratulations. Uh, so that's that is a point to Chris and uh, Stefano. No, Stefano got that wrong. All right. What was I? I actually didn't know this one. What was the Nintendo 64 called in China? Pasquale, what do you have? What was what number is this question? Seven. Uh, seven. Yeah. Uh, B. Which was? I don't remember. <laughs> I, you're going to have to remember. That's a shame. All right. It's unfortunate. <laughs> Chris. Uh, it's the IQ player. And Stefano. He's, I don't remember. I actually put a letter down for this one. I put A. Okay. Well, it was, in fact, the IQ player. Yeah. It was A, though? Yeah. Again? I don't know, man. I don't know. The, Ultra, the, the Ultra 64 or something like that. The Ultra Entertainment. That yeah. was it, yeah. Nintendo 3D system was B. IQ player was C. And Interconnect was D. So, yes, this was indeed called the IQ player. In 2000, China banned video game home consoles. Uh, Nintendo sought a workaround and created the IQ player, a modified Nintendo 64 that required games to be downloaded onto it at certain stores. Only Mm -hmm. 16 games were released before it was shut down. Here's a bonus point. What year was the IQ player shut down? Oh... Quick answers. No no Googling. I I think it was... uh... 2000, 2004 or 2005, something like that. Mm, okay. Stefano? 2001. Squally? 2003. This son of a bitch lasted until 2016. Wow. Oh, oh yeah, okay. It was a little longer than I thought. <laughs> yeah, much longer. 2016, the IQ player was officially uh, shut down across China. Totaling of 16 games were released on this thing. Dude, that's crazy. Imagine it bringing your freaking like Nintendo to the GameStop to local Babbage's and being like, hey, install a game on it for me. Here's $40,000. Anyway. All right. Who's the main antagonist in Wario Master of Disguise? Um, this is the best question ever on the planet. Pasquale? Oh, see. Okay. Yeah. Stefano? Tiramisu. Chris? It's Tiramisu. It's Tiramisu, yeah. Oh. 
Did, it, did you guys, Chris? Did you act? Did you play this game? No. No. Okay. How'd you, how'd you know? It's a smash uh, trophy. It is. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> yes, Chris. Let's go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I mean, Teramisu was the best option there. All it's right. the best option, yeah. What MLB team did Nintendo own up until 2016? This, uh, this one's so easy. This this is a general knowledge one, yeah. yeah. Stefano? Seattle Mariners. Disquali? Yeah. <laughs> yeah? B. <laughs> B? Yeah. <laughs> The Atlanta Braves. All right. I don't know. Okay. Chris pulls whatever. <laughs> Nintendo of America's headquarters located in Seattle. So obviously it's the Seattle Mariners. That's the correct answer is A. That's right. Look. All right. Well, point to Chris and uh, Stefano. Uh, Nintendo bought the Seattle Mariners in 1992 in order to keep them the team in Seattle as they were potentially going to be bought and moved to. Do you know where? Oh, um, Colorado. Very close. Close. Oh. Very close. If you don't know how to read a map of the U.S., okay, beautiful. Is it? Was it? Um, was it L.A. at the time? No, they had. They already moved. No, I. Th- it's, I think it was a southern state. Uh, it is. It is very southern. Was it? Was it New Mexico? Either it's either Louisiana or Texas. I can't mm. remember. Texas already had a team. I think it was. It was Tampa, Florida. Oh, it was Florida. Okay. It was Florida. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> I don't second guess myself. Don't they have a team? Well, they were yeah. they were going to be brought and moved, bought and moved to Tampa, and and a Nintendo didn't want that to happen. Good choice, Nintendo. Yeah. All right, and gentlemen, the last question here: What year was Nintendo founded? Mm-hmm. Chris, eighteen eighty nine. Stefano, eighteen eighty nine. Pasquale. 1889. That is correct. Everyone, Dead <laughs> Ringer, job, easiest well. one. Mm-hmm. Nintendo formed as a company in 1889, primarily focusing on creating what as a bonus point? Oh, cards. I know this. Oh. Chris? Yeah, playing cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Specifically, what kind of playing cards? Um, I used to know this, too. Mm-hmm. I know there was... Because every asshole in grade six did fucking Nintendo for their speech in in, in the yeah. sixth grade. Did you go to school with me? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> How'd you know? I did. I did. Uh, I think I did PlayStation. Did you Did you enjoy my three minutes feel on how to play Hanafuda? <laughs> I did. It was really beautiful. Actually, yeah. me buy the game. There we go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Uh, primarily focusing on creating Hanafuda cards, which uh, I actually have some Nintendo Hanafuda cards. Uh, in oh, my collection, cool. and they're they're pretty bussin', boys. Anyway, that's yeah. all right. So uh, I wasn't keeping track, but Chris won. Congratulations yeah. to Chris. Good job, man. I'm proud of you. Uh, you get to uh, I don't know. You get to you get to host next next week. There you go. Can, can we talk okay. about the terror that is public speaking in elementary school? Where you have to write your own speech and you can't read off your cards. Yeah, that's horrifying. Like what? I never had a problem with it. See, I always. I could do it, but I just would make shit up. Right. Like what I what well, I said out loud was never what I wrote down. That's the whole point of it. Was it I, was uh, never what was on the cards. <laughs> I think that's the whole point. You know, it's it's you prepare for something, but then you also have to like adapt and and get ready for it. Right. That was the whole idea behind it's the exercise. The learn to bullshit course. Yeah. I had a teacher that I did not care for, mm. and uh, she was not liked you? by sure. any of the students. 
uh, to the point that like someone poisoned her once. Um, <laughs> hey, sorry, hold on, wait, 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 before before you go on with this story, it wasn't me. Expound. It wasn't uh, me. Which part? When she was poisoned? Someone yeah, obviously when she was poisoned. <laughs> well, I want to uh, know about that. Someone made X-Lax brownies. That's not poisoning someone. It could have been. Uh, it is. It is when you eat a bunch of them. How many brownies does this woman eat? <laughs> was she just More. was she just scarfing away while you guys were presenting your speeches or something like Jesus? Yeah, well, oh my God. I, I I also watched the same kid uh, hork a giant loogie into her. Uh, oh, her no. oh, it sounds like a monster. No. Yeah. What did this woman do that deserves such such tribulation? Um, she was just a generally like awful teacher and awful person as uh, as a person right now as you are right now chris mm -hmm. do you think that the actions against her were justified no comment oh my god that was chris uh but in my my uh grade seven speech i did it all on uh the scoop on poop and uh i didn't get a good oh, grade on it because she made me go at the end of class and the other class was lining up because it had rotating uh classes because there's so many of us oh, really and, what a bitch someone should yeah. poison her yeah so uh, she, she made me go at the end and i had to speed through because the other class is waiting and then she marked me uh for having too short of a speech Dude, you know? I, I, see that's you were put in a position where you could have demonstrated your alpha tendencies and you could have taken your time and made everyone just sit there and wait it's true i could have but you could you could have caused so many issues for everybody right i always went first i said fuck that you got to go first because you got to make sure that there's no expectation set upon you no, I say I, I always try to go second or third. That's true. You're right. You're right. Because like you, you want like you want like that super eager kid to go first, and then they'll be like, oh, oh geez, right? And then like <laughs> that bar is set, and then you could like temper or increase your performance in order to upstage them. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Which was an you know, and as a natural bullshitter, it was it was a lot of fun too. I had a teacher in high school. <laughs> I presented. We used to do these like seminars that prepare us for university, where you like we had to present like as if we were teaching in a, a TA, and we had to present information, like teach the class about a lesson. And that was like part of the project. And we presented, it and I was packing to leave, and I, and I looked at my teacher, and I was like, "So, how did we do?" And she's like, "She's like, you know, you did pretty good. You had this ability to sound like you know what you're talking about, <laughs> even if you might not." <laughs> and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> That's all I ever That's strive accurate, for. You know? All I ever needed. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I get Does by the, in life. <laughs> do at least 50% of people just inherently believe what I say? Because that is basically a superpower. <laughs> like, when you think about it, if, you, if, you, if you're in a room of 100 people and you could convince 50 of them to agree with you, that's how you start a war, baby. <laughs> that's how you start a cult. Yeah, seriously. Anyway, this is the cult of Fairville. So. Well, well, hold on now. Okay, look. Legally, it's not a cult because then there's tax implications. It's just called a. It's a family. It's we're just yeah. We're just a group of like men, like-minded, you know, guys who get together every every Tuesday under the blood moon. You know, it's just, white. Yeah, oh, and disenfranchised. Excuse me. Whoa. Okay. Hold on. Anyway, let's talk about some video game news. Congratulations to Chris, by the way, for winning the being the, the champion of the ultra nightmare difficulty nintendo quiz um, surprise to no one yeah, surprise to no one. Yeah. <laughs> won this one. but uh at credit where credit is due i did not make the the trivia i found it on reddit by reddit user chrome 66 so you could go check it out it is like one of the top upvoted uh 
post on the Nintendo subreddit for this week so you could go find it. I'm not going to do it for you. Just you know, put in the effort, for God's sake. Take some feel, fucking initiative. I feel pretty proud of myself. I didn't do completely awful. Yeah. You had I, an approximate I, knowledge. I'm proud enough to have gone at least two. That's, did you get two? Yeah, I did. That Allegedly. Did you get to that? I because, did. like, you know, I, I, I feel like you, you just kind of just took the answers from Cross everyone else. Cross my heart. No, you made me answer first for, like, half of those. That's because I knew that you would just be like, whatever Chris said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew 100% you would do that. Was that wrong? I no, I didn't do that. <laughs> Wait, otherwise, he would have got a lot more right. I, exactly. That's <laughs> why oh, you made him go first. Well, I mean, if you're going to cheat, you don't want to perfectly cheat, right? You want to throw in yeah. a couple oopsie daisies in there oh, just no. to say, oh, did I get that one wrong? Oops, my bad. <laughs> anyway, speaking yeah. of oopsie daisies, let's start talking about some goddamn video game news, shall we, gentlemen? Let's do it. Boom Stinger. So Rick and Morty creator Justin Roiland has now officially exited his own studio oh, and and the show uh, right after it was like the biggest game pass launch. Uh, and uh, it's all because of allegations uh, that are being uh, put against him right now for uh, domestic abuse, uh, which is a felony. Uh, domestic abuse charge <laughs> yes, from it is. 2020 <laughs> and uh, there's also uh, I believe it's like a false imprisonment or something like that charge is also um, it's 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 a pretty messy um, everything his his legal team saying that like it's untrue and everything it's unfounded of course they are. <laughs> which, yeah. which you know that's what a legal team's paid to, to do so <laughs> they walk out whether, guys he's guilty as fuck <laughs> whether, whether or not it's true that's not for us to say you know the court of opinion always has whatever but yeah. it seems like everybody that was associated with uh justin roiland right now is doing damage control and just like kicking him out of everything so even right now, uh, Rick and Morty is being uh, its seventh season. It's just wrapped up for like animation and stuff like that. And they are uh, stuck in a 10 season contract with Adult Swim. Yes. So, yeah. So we got three more seasons of uh, Rick and Morty to get through. And we no longer have the voice of Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not just the voice of Rick and Morty. But like several characters. Yeah. Like every additional character outside of the main family, essentially. Yeah. Right. Like it's it's like when you look at how much he puts into his projects. It's just every voice is his. Like he's all you over mean, the place. You mean the entire game that is high on life? <laughs> high on life. High on life. Yeah. Trover saves the universe, right? Accounting uh, plus. Like it's just Royland talking to himself. Yeah. I have. Which, no, go ahead, Stefano. I was like, which upon reflection really does, should have told us something about who he is as a person. If he's just like, <laughs> if he does everything himself, it's like, oh, maybe a little bit of a narcissist. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I, I have a Royland story. I, I actually met him. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. I met him at Fan Expo. It was, uh, I think, around 2016, 2017, around that time. Mm. I was in the washroom, full oh, urination. This is not good. This <laughs> is not going well. Midstream. With all of these allegations coming out, I'm realizing now this might be a slightly problematic. <laughs> this is a true story, okay? But I was at, at, at Toronto Comic Con. I was in the washroom. I was relieving myself. 
Roylin comes in, uses the urinal next to me because he was doing a, a panel there that was starting in like 20 minutes. Okay. Now, here's the thing. I didn't know it was Roylin. I thought, okay, it's like a weird looking dude at a Comic-Con convention pissing next to me. That's fine. Because like Roiland looks like guy. somebody who, yeah. You see Roiland, Justin Roiland walking around at Comic-Con, you're not even going to clock at him. Hmm. But, you know, I was finishing up. He was getting started, right? We were transitioning there. Your willies out. But, but yeah, you know, dicks out in the wind, Roiland next to me, <laughs> whatever. Here's the thing, right? Okay. He looks over to me. He's like, hey, man, I like your hat. I'm like, I'm, I'm pissing. I'm like, thanks, dude. <laughs> and then I like, and then I, I, I didn't even register, right? Like, and then <laughs> I just, you know, I go, I wash my hands, I leave. And then I go outside and I was, I, I was meeting up with my girlfriend at the time. And she's like, and I had like a weird look on my face. I'm like, was that fucking? <laughs> yeah. Was that? I think it was. And then she's like, what? What happened? It's like, I think I just pissed next to Justin Roiland. <laughs> and what like, hat were you wearing? And then I was wearing like a Nintendo hat. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was just like a, like a normal like, with a little Mario on it. Yeah. And then so like we waited. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I think Justin Roiland's about to come out of that washroom. And she's like, who's Justin Roiland? I'm like, don't worry about that. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> and then he walks out. I'm like, that's fucking Justin Roiland. And he's like, oh, hey, dude. I'm like, hi, man. And then he uh, apparently went to groom children. So uh, allegedly, 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 allegedly. So Squanch Games, which is his company, announced uh, the news late on Tuesday, shortly after Adult Swim revealed that they were dropping Justin Roiland from Rick and Morty. Um, But the CEO's resignation apparently occurred actually like a week ago. Uh, Mm. So it's more than that now, which is uh, January 16th is when it happened. So that's four days after the news of the domestic abuse charges were first yeah. surfaced, which he has pled not guilty to as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and three days after uh, it was first reported uh, from the 2018 lawsuit accusing the studio workplace harassment and discrimination, which it settled in 2019. Not a good look for you, buddy. <laughs> so I, I have a, I have a slight issue here, and I, I just want to make it perfectly clear that, like, you know, I'm not. I'm not defending any actions that may or may not have happened here, right? Hmm. But he's being charged, and I'm, again, it's okay. I hope you all understand like the meaning behind what I'm trying to say, even though it might sound like I'm defending him, right? Mm-hmm. But nothing's been proven. He's yes. still technically innocent, and yet, yeah. like all bridges have been burnt completely. So what is going to happen if this, you know, when this goes to court and it gets explored further? And what if he is found innocent? Are those Mm -hmm. bridges going to magically rebuild themselves? Right. Or like, are these or or are allegations just enough to completely destroy someone? I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. But recently, it seems like the allegations have been enough to destroy somebody's life, like whether they're proven guilty or not. It's just like, I, you're like you know, I hope for everyone involved that the things that people are saying he did, he didn't do. Right. Obviously, yeah. I hope that or if they do end up being true, then, yeah, bring the punishments down. That's that's mm-hmm. how that's how the justice system works. Yeah. But I mean, like if they do end up just being not true or fabricated, like I don't think like is Adult Swim going to be like, all right, come back. You know, like I, I feel like we're all just kind of quick, quick to react and quick to judge yeah. when there's a legal system in place and a process oh. that that is followed yeah. the thing is is like nowadays things work in the court of opinion more so than like the court yeah. of law so as soon as everyone thinks that you're bad you're bad it doesn't matter right. if you're bad you're bad 
Yeah, one hundred percent. Especially when it comes to a person who is in the public eye, mm-hmm. and thus his his baggage is is aired out like that. Mm-hmm. Regardless of if it's true or not, if he went on to be someone's boss, there's that like. That they, is he or isn't he? Kind yeah, of. like there's that little bit. You know, so as a company, you can't like let that. Yeah, you can't. You can't. There, let there's that, like, always going to be well. that air of an uncertainty around an individual <laughs> once stuff like that gets brought up even well, once, right? Yeah, he'll probably do, he could probably come back to the voices. Yeah, but I, would I say don't. The thing you do is just keep them out of a leadership role until proven guilty. Just say like, okay, you can do voices, but you're not like telling other people what to do. Like, I think that's that's all you could do reasonably at least i also think it's not the first it's not the first accusation so they're like mm. that could be yeah true. i think if, if there's like a pattern showing or something like that then yeah it's a lot easier to be like okay maybe we should just distance ourselves from this individual yeah. right but i mean i i don't know man like i is anyone here uh an avid fan of justin roiland and, and the content in which he produces i don't i don't think actively the opposite I don't think so, no right i i enjoy watching like rick and morty like i'm not yeah. one of those like it's so deep that you don't even understand the jokes you need to like, have a high iq to watch rick like, and morty yeah you don't understand how like rick farting and burping is is an, is an allegory for the you know like it's not like it's the existential dread in which he carries keeping himself none so numb so he doesn't fully feel you know yeah like like i'm not like that like i enjoyed justin roiland as the earl lemongrab from adventure time oh yeah uh, like that fantastic was, character yeah yeah that's probably one of my favorite characters that he done um but like i don't know like i i, th- I find the idea of like trover saves the universe and uh high on life like i think they're like interesting looking games i i haven't personally had like the opportunity to play them but like i i don't know it's it's kind of a a bummer uh you know you get someone that has like such a prolific career starting to build and and you know is kind of like in our space because if you've watched like some of the rick and morty episodes uh there's literally like one episode where it's like talking about how they should all go to walmart and buy the legend of zelda 3ds <laughs> uh because it's it's like x amount of dollars and it's 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 on sale and then you, if you hoard a whole bunch of them then you can flip them in about like six years for three times the profit or something yeah. like that which is it, it's like the most like funny like making fun of people uh in yeah. the gaming community kind of thing that you because he do. says it in like a full panic as well if i remember yeah. correctly I, I know the scene you're talking about it's like, it's like Morty, Morty, hurry up! We have to get to Walmart. The 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 Legend of Zelda that? 3DSs are on for ninety nine dollars. That's the problem. Is that Justin Roiland joining us right now on, on the podcast? Well, that's problematic. Wow. We got to kick him out. Oh, of here. Hold on, hold on. Whoa, 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 okay, hold on. Cut that. Cut that. Cut, cut that, that. Cut that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, it's um. I, I don't know, man. It's it's one of those things because I I think it's just because like Justin Roiland is really one of those voices that is in everything. And mm-hmm. it's a very easy voice to pick out of the crowd too. So you you notice where when he's in something, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and and now we have all these now we have all these issues coming out right. And I, I feel bad for Microsoft more than anything else <laughs> because like apparently they just cannot catch a break no matter what they do. Yeah, they just seem to be surrounding themselves with uh, problematic people. It's almost like they're the friend that's bad. <laughs> 
Maybe Microsoft is the real villain here because it just <laughs> seems that everything seems to be uh, tracing back to them one way or another. Hi, it's me. Yeah. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> nice. I don't know. Anyway, do you guys have any thought? I mean, you know, my hearts go out to all the employees at Squanch Gamings, all the people working on Rick and Morty who have, you know, they. I think the official statements have said that they're not going anywhere. So yeah. that's um, good. But I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm curious to see who's going to replace him. I... I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully Rick and Morty are two separate voice actors because Archer. I think that I mean like I would like I, I haven't watched Rick and Morty since season two so it's been a while mm-hmm. but I feel like having one person do the voice between two main characters you, you lose the ability for them to actually interact in, interact <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean each other for real yeah you can't really feed off of each other or interact or like build a scene because it's just like one guy jumping back and forth, right? But if you have so, multiple personalities, it's fine. Okay, he might. Well, I mean, he <laughs> might. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. one of his personalities is innocent, and they can just exactly. hire that one. There you go. Yeah, that's how um, twenty twenty three works. Perfect. I I really feel bad. Like if if these allegations like end up being true, they're like yeah, like fucking punish him. Like he deserves everything that that's gonna come to him, and and you know we'll forget about him and put him in the same box as all these other people that have come out to be like yeah really they slowly fade from relevancy and then are forgotten about yeah but like like let's say if if there is like some by miracle chance like these are proven to be untrue then like i i hope that he's able to get his career back but that's only yeah. if he is innocent yeah yeah i agree i mean dana white literally hit his wife on camera and he's still a ceo of ufc cool. so Exactly. Dana <laughs> Who White. is this man? What are you, are you making up names now to be relevant? What's going on? Dana White, the Aww. CEO of UFC. Yeah, yeah. Chris Brown beat the shit out of Rihanna, and he still has a career. You've got um, several, yeah. OJ several. Who, who wrote a book about how he didn't do it, <laughs> how but he would have done did. it if he did it. Yeah, but <laughs> see, that's the thing, though, right? Because all those incidents happened before, a couple years ago, before yeah. like the internet became. A fucking nightmare. Well, it didn't wait happen like a week ago. Like I have no one. idea what you're talking. I've never heard about these people. He uh, has who's the he's the is he the owner of, of UFC or creator? He, I forget what but he's uh, was CEO, title. I think, because I think they publicly traded like, now. But yeah. Wait, so what happened? He hit his wife like on camera? She slapped yeah. him in the face, so then he slapped her right back. He's a big guy. And he's yeah, he's he's a big dude. Uh, she didn't press charges though, and they're still together, so that's why he's not in jail. But yeah. He stole the CEO. Mm. It's not even like, did he do it? Like he did it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, he's like, I did it. I don't know. (laughs) All right. Well, anyway, uh, yeah. Squanch gamings. There we go. Available now on Xbox. Uh, Play it. Unless, you know, unless, unless you want to support problematic people. Yeah. yeah. In which case, uh, Microsoft is going to lose a little bit of money, I think. Uh... Speak, speaking of Microsoft losing money. Uh, oh. oh, transitional boom stinger. <laughs> Microsoft laying off 10,000 employees. Mm. Oh What's my going God, on with really Microsoft? Sad. Are they cursed? Are they they're, done? They're... Are, are they just wrapping up? They're just trying <laughs> to save money so they can try and acquire Blizzard and Activision. So Microsoft... The original story, it got, it's been updated since then, but the original story was January 18th. Microsoft's expecting layoffs for the third time since July. This 
The round of layoffs is the largest of the three, with 10,000 employees being let go, which Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella characterizes less than 5% of the company's total headcount. That's crazy, by the way. That's that, that is absolutely insane. Um, he's kind of, you know, he's trying to, in the memo, he tries to like spin it as something positive. Like, I'm confident that Microsoft will emerge from this stronger and more competitive. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh-huh. Like, um, this is among a bunch of different tech companies laying off people. Facebook laid off 10,000 people earlier this year. Uh, Amazon also laid off a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going crazy out there. Uh, but the update on the 19th is, according to Bloomberg, the Microsoft layoffs have been impacting its gaming divisions. Publications reported that Bethesda Game Studios and 343 Industries were also affected. I think also the Coalition was affected. So it's just like, it's wild. It's that's wild insane. out there. Yeah. Um, and that's amongst the same information that Microsoft is down 13% this year in revenue in Q2. But of how much? So that information is its revenue, its operating revenue, its revenue right now is 52.7 billion. Yeah, so which is up 2% year over year. So but 13% of that is like But its income is 16.4 billion, which is 12%. Is down 12%. I mean, um, but that being said, it has a, the highest active users in Game Pass for 120 million. So pretty good. Pretty I, good. Feel, I feel like they're doing okay. You yeah. know, I don't think I think they're overreacting a little bit. You know, <laughs> they don't need to fire that many people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so why do we think? So, why is this going on? What is happening with Microsoft, Stefano? I th- well, I think I've heard some people say this, but I think I think it's true. I think the layoffs. I, I don't know that are indicative of. Micro of Xbox's health, yeah. Like to, to the CEO's point, they fired ten thousand people, and that's only five percent of their entire headcount. It's disgusting. Yeah. That is genuinely concerning. So, like, <laughs> there's probably just a lot of like. Obviously, my heart goes to all those affected. I don't want anyone of to course, lose their job. Yeah. But the reality is, they were probably just very bloated. Statistically yeah. speaking, if you go into a Walmart, someone there works at Microsoft. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, that's insanity to me, dude. Uh, yeah, no, maybe we're just getting to the point where, like, you know, times are getting tough again. Yeah. Um, you know, prices of everything are going up and cost of living is just skyrocketing and nobody's getting paid anything more. Um, and now we have all these mega bloated companies that just got to get rid of people. See, but yeah. Just- it's unfortunate, but still, they're making all this income. You don't think they can like? No, they can. They, they absolutely could. can. Of but course, they could. What would you rather do? Support ten thousand families, or give yourself an extra bonus at the end of the year? <laughs> they, have, they have a fiduciary responsibility to their shareholders to always make more money and revenue, and they don't really give a fuck about their employees. Yeah, see, that's that's bullshit. Yeah, capitalism was a mistake, but I mean, like, I, I don't think we have <laughs> time to talk about all of that. <laughs> However, what I do want to talk about right now is, you know. Do you think that this is going to have any impact on Microsoft moving forward? Is this going to affect game production or no. cost of games or anything like that? Because I feel like this is just cutting away some of the some of the bloat. And I, yeah. I hate to say that because you know these are people that now are going to probably you know starve. But <laughs> well, probably they'll probably just get hired somewhere else. But yeah, probably. Yeah, I think I think it's just the reality of this is the intended consequence of inflation in order to really. Re- regulate the economy yeah you need to create inflate you need to create a recession in order to ease inflation and keep the money at value so you need people to lose their jobs so they have less money <laughs> and they're spending less of it so there's less money circulating so we fucked up 
yeah. capitalism. No, I, I understand. Yeah, it's just it's just it's just the war of capitalism, dude. It's it's unending. It's nobody is ever satisfied, and there always has to be more and more after every year. Yeah. We 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 use this thing that we invented called money. Yeah, and created a fictional value too, yep. mm-hmm. and then made it dictate all of our decisions. Yeah. So, you know. So we're That's living wild. on a fantasy world. To quote, Ms. to quote Agent Smith, humans are a cancer. <laughs> Appropriate. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else uh, we could add on to this this cancer? No, I hope we should. Just another podcast with three it. white dudes talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> Three. Four. Four sorry. Whoa, <laughs> Always do that. It's because I'm looking at three of you and I don't see myself in, in right in front of me. So. You need to stop discrediting yourself as a human being. Yeah, you, you <laughs> yeah, count. Just, you count. <laughs> I thought we already yeah. determined Pasquale is the microorganism, not me. Wow. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to fucking leave this podcast. And you mean microorganism? What do I mean? I don't actually know what I mean to be honest. I wish I was micro. Ex- ex- expound on that. What are you trying to say? Well, hold on. Wait a minute, Pasquale. <laughs> what? Let's not say anything you want to regret here. <laughs> Micro, um, where's he going but, with this? I, I feel, I feel like right now he needs to figure out a way of saying that he is small, but his penis is in fact quite sizable. He, he doesn't just want to come out and say it because yeah, that would yeah. be distasteful. So, just... why, don't, why don't you explain to us what it is you mean? Micro He's got a in, horse dick. in weight. Let's right, say yeah. that. There we go. Right. That's, okay. That's the safest way to say that. So you, you think you're below the average? Uh, no, no. I would like to be micro. I oh, am so, not. So, so, so I the, am macro, if anything. Your being of a, of a microorganism so. is just hopeful. Hopeful. Don't you, be you so hope harsh on yourself. Be small. Sure. Or small. You are quite. You are quite handsome. Quite I, I did, well, hold on. I never said I wasn't handsome. Yeah, he didn't say it was. <laughs> yeah, he well, said he was small, not ugly. <laughs> I said I'd like to be smaller. Yeah, there's a difference there. Yeah. Well, I'm saying you're both svelte and handsome. So both. Why are you bringing? Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Patrick, we know how I feel about you. We don't have to discuss this on the podcast. I don't want to know how you feel about me because those are emotions I'm not ready to deal with. This is (laughs) anyway. This is getting a little complicated. This is getting a little spicy, boys. Spicy. You know what else is spicy? The uh, Ubisoft CEO. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you do? Boom stinger. God damn it. <laughs> My bad. It's only been uh, 78 episodes or whatever. Fucking episode. episode. God damn it. <laughs> Listen, shut up. I was caught up with my smooth transition. Um. <laughs> Ubisoft CEO apologizes for placing his foot so deeply into his mouth. And it's not the only thing. <laughs> Speaking of microorganisms. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, even know what that means. I don't even like it's an it's an implied penis joke, but it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I anyway, I don't even know anymore. Okay, History wait, article. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Anyway, Ubisoft is having a bad time at the moment, and the mood in the office can't have been helped when CEO and co-founder Yves Guillemot sent staff a tone-deaf email saying that the responsibility for turning it all around was on them. <laughs> but now Guillemot has, cha- has had a change of heart, offering a semi-apology sure. at the company-wide Q&A and clarifying that management will have a role to play on the path ahead. He said... Uh, 
in his words, I heard your feedback and I'm sorry this was perceived this way. Oh my god. Meaning that it's like, I'm sorry you imagine what I said was against you, but fuck off. Could you could you imagine a world where an article was written so to put, so perfectly describe all the complaints about the culture at Ubisoft? Like, they're like, look at all these bad things about it. And then he releases this letter and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. By the way. <laughs> Anyway, he says, I, I'm in an apology of the I'm sorry you were mad variety. Exactly like that. Uh, when saying the ball is in your court, I want, wanted to say, I being Eve, uh, wanted to convey the idea that more than ever, I need your talent and energy to make it happen. This is a collective journey that starts, of course, with myself and with the leadership team, which is pretty much the opposite of what he just said 10 seconds ago. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Can you, can you read the original letter? Does it have, does it have oh, there? I, I don't have the original letter on oh, me right now. Um, Gimol's original email, I have part of it. Uh, his original email was in response. <laughs> that was a bad to... funny immediately after you said that. <laughs> the <up>. next line. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Shut up. Hang on. Uh, he has the response to it where the tra- <laughs> now, I, you, now I lost my track now can I you give us like a quote from the original letter no I can't <laughs> anyway. I have no idea where to even find it <laughs> I wouldn't even begin to understand the process necessary in order for you to find relevant information to this article I'm reading anyway in his previous letter he said <laughs> look Steph yeah. spoke too quickly. If he didn't say shit, I would have been fine. <laughs> oh, you didn't even look at this article beforehand, okay? Yeah, I did. And I forgot that came right there. I love how you're just, you're reading this for the first time, aren't you? You're, you are just as surprised as we are. Listen, I read this like a week ago, or a few days ago at least, and I forgot. <laughs> this article was written today. No, it was not. <laughs> Oh. Alright, anyway, anyway he's after, <laughs> Keep after, going After several game cancellations Disappointing sales And uh, the upteen t- delay of Skull and Bones mm. uh, Slowing discontent am- among staff With a thoughtless email Was the last thing Ubisoft needed The email even attracted uh, The ire of Francis Solidaris Informatique Union Which oh, said wow. Mr. Guimau Is trying to shift the blame Once again onto the employees and called for a strike at Ubisoft Paris. Uh, so Ubisoft executives didn't address that call during the Q&A, nor did they do much to allay fears that the company would respond in its recent rough patch with cost-cutting and layoffs. Sources who spoke with Kotaku said that they still felt that management had lost their touch with staff, and a comment from Guimau said that the company's strategy was not about doing more with less, but finding ways to do things differently. Mm. Didn't seem to rule out potential layoffs in the future, though. Yeah, that, honestly, man, if you kind of look at Ubisoft, they seem to be losing a little bit of steam right now in yeah. the last year. And, and even this year, I don't think there's really too much that they have coming out. Um, but I, I think the biggest issue that they're kind of dealing with right now is that they didn't have like an assassin's creed last year yeah but no they they had started splitting them up every other year from not yeah no for sure but like with assassin's creed valhalla and like they they decided to kind of make that like a game as a service type approach to it with like Mm -hmm. long-standing content and a lot of updates and everything like they don't have their big annual releases anymore which which is good i think it's a good thing because that's not sustainable 
but then yeah. now they're also they seem to be upset that they're not making the same amount of money while doing less work. You know, I go. Well, I mean, saying less work isn't the right thing to they're, say, but they're also upset that the uh, Mario Sparks of Hope didn't perform as well as it. They yeah, the game with no marketing. Who would have thought? Yeah, yeah. You know the weird thing I was thinking about Mario and Rabbit Sparks of Hope because I was thinking about like the uh, advertising behind that game mm-hmm. and like. But first of all, there wasn't any. Hardly. But like, f- from what I did see, it they didn't really try to sell it as like a Mario game. No, they were trying to sell it as like a here's like a, a Ubisoft game, and like yeah. no, I mean obviously nobody wants a Ubisoft game, but like you know you put Mario in it, you're you're good to go, right? So like, yeah. it's a very disjointed message that they were trying to give it, get out about this game, uh, which is weird because if you look at the marketing for the first game, that was they wouldn't fucking nuts yeah, with that, that. Was, it was, it was nintendo, everywhere right? yeah it was yeah. everywhere yeah and, and maybe nintendo like backed off a little bit on like how they wanted them to deal with their with their characters and their ip because gonna, they saw the success of the first game and like maybe that wasn't a just, good idea i'm gonna guess they just ha- thought they had enough traction with the first game that the second one would just take off and they didn't yeah. need to spend money on marketing which is and, a mistake honestly dude i'm kind of happy when stuff like that happens because like you know i I don't want to say this. I don't like when people rely on recognition of name alone and then mm-hmm. just kind of expect success, right? Yeah. Like it's the entirety I, of Ubisoft's career. I mean, yeah, pretty I, much. I mean, yeah, well, but I mean, I mean, you know. Look at Assassin's Creed. The thing is with Assassin's Creed, at least, they're trying to uh, supposedly go back to like more of the roots with yeah. Mirage, which is like stepping away from the rpg elements of it and stick into more like the stealth kind of like smaller yeah. uh maps focused which is what i think made it great in the first place and- i i also think like you know we're noticing like ubisoft is really starting to transition more to like live service games yeah but also like, <laughs> but not well <laughs> but not well but also like subscription service games mm. and like i feel like those games like you're Stick it's to what you know. Well, it's a different approach from also releasing like a, a a game and an entry for a franchise every year. Because like, yeah, Division Two is still going on, but like, who, who knows cares? about it? You know, who <laughs> gives two shits, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, like when when you're like, oh, here's a Ragnarok DLC for Valhalla. It's like, yeah, that's cool, but like, people are you're, you're relying on people that already have the game that are still playing the game that are interested in buying the DLC, buying that DLC. It's a lot mm-hmm. easier to sell like a whole new game. Being like, here's a new Assassin's Creed, as opposed to here's like DLC for the Assassin's Creed we launched two years ago. Yeah, I, I feel it's, like the market is just kind of changing, and like they, and not just Ubisoft, but like everyone has to deal with that. Yeah, for but sure. The, well, it's not like it's not like they're not selling the games that they put out. No, the problem is that they have canceled seven games, and they have like a thirty thousand employee headcount across the world. Yeah. yeah. Like there's some stories out there that. that's like they've been like laughed out of the room to be bought because they're like, why would I buy it? Like, what well, am I? I'm not going to inherit this fucking bloated company. Talk about this a bloated company. Fire, yeah. <laughs> well, the like, other thing too, like look at <laughs> the last three games that have come out from them, like Watchdog Legions. Like I've seen that game sell for five dollars after like four months. Like why yeah, would I quote, pay? That game got hit hard, dude. <laughs> why would I pay full price for a game from Ubisoft when I know it's going to be cheap in two months? 
No, I, mm-hmm. and, and honestly, man, I think that's the biggest issue that Ubisoft faced. And I think we talked about it a little bit last uh, one of the episodes previously. Yeah. But like, I know a Ubisoft game is going into the dollar bin. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. it, I it doesn't matter what it is. It does not matter what it is. I've that never game is going paid, into the five dollar bin. I've never paid full price for a Ubisoft game ever. There's no need to. There, there really is no need to buy a game from Ubisoft Does launch day because, no. like, even a month later, the games are discounted. And, Does and the like, Mario Rabbids game go on sale? Because that no, is a Nintendo. That game no. is not going down. It, 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 it has been on sale. It has been on sale hmm. for a Boxing Day, I think, but it was only it was like twenty dollars off. Okay. Yeah. Which is unheard of for like a game that has Mario in the title. You know what I mean, right? Kind of going just uh, just to kind of divert diverge a little bit from that. Yeah. What's crazy is like from from a mentality standpoint, when you if you told me twenty dollars off back when games were like sixty bucks, I was like, wow, forty bucks. That's That's a great deal. Now you're like twenty dollars off your ninety dollar game. I'm like, I'm. I'm still paying seventy still bucks. Seventy bucks. <laughs> What's that? It doesn't it's feel like a bucks. deal. Yeah, I'm like oh, twenty dollars okay. off. Okay, so that's half of the tax I don't have to pay. That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, like, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it is ridiculous, right? And I, I think that's also it. Like everything's so much more expensive now, and money, you know, a hundred dollars today doesn't go as far as a hundred dollars four years ago. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, so why would I? Why would I buy a $90 game on release from Ubisoft when I could just wait until next weekend and get it for 10 bucks, you know, like, <laughs> and uh, dude, like I'm, 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 I'm just barely exaggerating that, you know, and, and that's like the problem, right? Like, and I think Ubisoft is aware of that, that they have this kind of brand mentality of like, oh, these are, you know, these are dollar games. So, yeah. you know, why, why would I, why would I buy it now? And uh, yeah. I, 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 I do not know how to fix that i mean i know how to fix it don't put your games on sale but no that's not, not gonna happen think... just make better quality games that aren't so grand grandiose in spec like i don't not just it's not just not making a game that's so big that like it's destined to fail either you got to make a game that's good yeah to start off with and you can't be pumping out a new sequel every year because why would I go out and buy that game if you're pumping mm-hmm. out a new one? Yeah, like yeah. people, they promise people will. <laughs> it's what people will buy the a game over that's, and over again. Like I, that's well, just yeah. been there. There always will be an outlier. Like look at people that buy FIFA. FIFA Call okay? of Duty, Call of Duty has been on the selling list number number one to five in PlayStation selling list for the last like since it came out. Yeah, but okay. To defend Call of Duty is three different studios putting it yes. out, and there's three different flavors. Okay, yeah. and they're all Whereas, they're all pretty good, <laughs> and they're all they're all different. They have their own flair to it. That's fine, but like a game like like NFL, PGA Tour, like any sports game, right? You're paying for the same. same thing. All you're getting is a new roster yeah. half the time, mm-hmm. and well, an updated logo. A, that's it. That should it, be live service. <laughs> it, well, it, it pretty much is. Though. Think about like. Most live service games have like quarterly, like seasons, right? Like you buy mm-hmm. game a, a pass. So ask, just, ask Patrick about Marvel Snap. I'll tell you. You <laughs> buy you buy a pass every like few months. Yeah. If you had to think about the amount of money you spend on those passes, it's probably the same as a full game. Yeah, but every like, year, and the people that play what... Madden and FIFA play it yeah. like it's their just, job. Just figure out a way to make seasons for that. Like it can't be that hard, honestly. Like, so well, make 
a different cup, if you will, or whatever. Like that's essentially what they do. Yeah. They just, just they just release it every year, once a year. Yeah. For ninety bucks, and people buy it. Yep. Okay. Well, so, I think yeah. it's time we. Uh... We just wrap up the show then. Yeah. Uh, we've already lost Pat. Um, yeah, Pat's so dead. He's dead. Yeah. Um, that's canon now. Yeah. So uh, I guess we've killed him so many times. <laughs> it was a canon, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was a literal canon. Yeah. It was Skull and Bones. Uh, the pirate ship came in. Just out. <laughs> shot a cannon. Yeah. All right. Let's play. What's that game? Right. We have a, a jingle for I know. it. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to do it for my own like sake. Yeah, I, get I get it. I get it. We don't have a so soundboard. If you're joining us for the <laughs> so if you're joining us for the first time, we like to play a little game at the end of the show to wrap up the podcast. Uh, called was that game? It's a game that one of us takes a game and describes it poorly, and the others have ten yes or no questions to help them define what that game could be last week pasquale actually stumped us with the game Woo! so it is his turn to once again give us a poorly described game yeah pasquale right. whenever you're ready all right boys this week's uh what's that game clue is i might be horny but i still like to hold hands <laughs> <laughs> what is it with you? Okay. What? Might be <laughs> your me, thought. But I still like to hold hands. Yeah, go ahead. Ten questions. Okay. Oh my lord. It's is this exclusive to uh one console make? Yes. Alright. Okay. That's one question. Is this game considered retro? At this point I would I would say it's retro. Well what are we considering retro? Like terms of I years? think anything it's twenty anything from the twenty years uh, or older. Yeah. Alright, so Sure, I'll say it's retro. Okay. Yeah. Maybe horny, but I still like to hold hands. Um, is this on Nintendo? No. Okay. Is this game part of a franchise? Or a series, mm. I should say. I'm gonna say no. No. So it's not part of a series. Yeah, so it's not, and it's on Nintendo, which means it's on a PlayStation and Xbox or Sega, probably. But I'm thinking PlayStation or Xbox because he said he was questioning whether or not it's retro. So it's probably not mm-hmm. Sega. Could be a Dreamcast, maybe, but I don't think so. He would, that'd be obvious mm. that it was retro. Um. You're at three questions right now. That's, that's four questions. Is this a PlayStation game? Oh, was a four? Sorry. Uh, what? Is this a PlayStation game? 
It is. This okay. is a PlayStation game. So that is your five, if I'm not mistaken. So you can you can make guesses. It's not part of a series, but it's a PlayStation game. And it's exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um does this involve the Playboy Mansion? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> It was very specific. And if it does, I'd be shocked. <laughs> I'm just asking because there is a Playboy game that is a PlayStation exclusive. So. Oh, okay. Or was. I, no, I guess it is on Xbox. Okay, never mind. Does this game involve shooting? No. Okay, PlayStation game doesn't involve shooting. Exclusive, not part of a series. That was seven? Not about Playboys. Not about Playboys. Um, is this game made by an American developer? Uh, it is not. Could be anything from Japan then. They're all horny. <laughs> and by American, I mean like North American. No. No, it's Canadian. It's Canadian. <laughs> Get fucked. Alright, that's eight. Is this an RPG? No. What the fuck is this game? <laughs> the dating sim, clearly. You have that's one the, more question. Is this Leisure Suit Larry? No. <laughs> That's that's not exclusive to PlayStation. I didn't think so, but I wouldn't, wouldn't count up as well not knowing that. <laughs> no, I got the Wikipedia true. up. Oh, okay. <laughs> hmm. All right, that's one guess for Steph. You got one more question, Chris. You have two guesses. Steph, you got hmm. one. I have no idea. <laughs> Remember, it's a game described badly. Yeah. How badly, though? You know what I mean? Like That's pretty bad. <laughs> not even close. Like. Uh, if you give me one more question, I'll give you a freebie hint. I'll let Chris have this one because I've already used a bunch of them. I might be horny, but I still like to hold hands. Uh, is is this based off of an existing i uh, intellectual property? No. Okay. So it's an original IP. Mm-hmm. Okay. Freebie, please. All right. Freebie is the cover for the European and Japanese versions was painted by director Fumito Ueda. No, looking that up. And inspired by by the Italian painter Giorgio di. Chirico. Chirico is the nostalgia of the infinite. Um, that doesn't help me at all. Okay. Um, well, I have two guesses and stuff. You have, I have one. Got one. one. Uh, I don't know. There's other is games this... that he kind of feel similar in a sense to 
to gameplay, but they're different games entirely. Is this um uh, is this Ico? It is. What? It is Ico. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> he's horny because he's got the horn helmet thing, and he's always holding hands with the with the with the girl. Oh. You son of a bitch! <laughs> I, I, he got it. I just he pulled that out of his oh, ass and he got I pulled it. Pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Job, congrats, Chris. Chris. Well Good job. Okay. Next week Ooh. you will be the le- the host for right. what's that game. I I don't even know how I came up with that. I don't even one, know where you but, got uh, that. I'm gonna be honest. That was great. Good job, buddy. Yeah. I, I think I think I seen something of someone playing Shadow of the Colossus today, and I was just like, well, I don't know if well, that's a PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. What else was there? It was like know. similar to Ico in like feel, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Oh. All right. Well. Yeah. All right, good yeah, job. Cool. Two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah. Yeah. Technically retro at this point. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking depressing. But all right. That is depressing. <laughs> Well, I guess that I am, you know, the smart one today, and mm-hmm. I will have a game for next week. I'm gonna, good, I'm gonna save job. you guys all the hassle of the internet. It's eco, not ico. No, it's eco. Is it eco? Whatever. Whatever. I don't care. I'm just the internet can. Look, if you want me to say eco, you're gonna put an e in the front. All right. You're Italian. It would be an i. I would be e. Yeah, but this isn't Italian. It's not English either. All right. Well, we both lose. <laughs> Everybody, we all lose. Everybody loses. Okay, cool. All right. Good job, Chris. Yeah. Well, that's it for this episode of the Let's Get Gaming podcast. This was episode 89. Be sure to check us out on uh, wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review or a comment or whatever. You know, it helps the show grow and, you know, maybe send this to your grandma or something. Let her find out about it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Maybe maybe not not this episode. Maybe not this episode, but, you know, maybe a episode. I don't know. Have her join. Sure. I don't know what kind of relationship you have with your grandmother and video games, but, uh, you know. Slap your grandma. Don't do that. What? Uh, <laughs> Abuse. Be sure to, to like it, uh, us on Facebook and follow us on, on Twitter and wherever social media that we have. I think we might have an Instagram. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um and, you know, as always, I've been joined with my friends here tonight. Uh, I am now in charge of ending the podcast. So my name is Chris. Uh, and join with me is Pasquale Galuso. Let's go home. And Stefano Fontana. Keep your stick on the ice. And in memoriam of Patrick Dennehy, who has, you know, passed away during this podcast. Yep. No longer with us. Um, Root no to the cannonball, uh, man. You know, hopefully with us next week. We'll see. Uh, all right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.